and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we actually have another special guest. We have Mr. Sean P. Quigley, our resident straight guy from the Hottest Girl in Glass podcast. Will you? I just introduced you, but introduce yourself again. <laughs> Honored to be here, ladies. Uh, yep, my name is Sean Quigley. Uh, I am from the Hottest Girl in Class podcast, affectionately called America's oldest, greatest, and only podcast. <laughs> Where we just kind of, it's kind of every bad cliche of a podcast. It's a bunch of guys discussing whatever we feel like that week, from aliens to bad high school jobs, from internet infancy to illness and disaster. So (laughs) it's a lot of fun. We record every week. A lot of variety. That's It's a good time. There's an episode out there for everybody, we like to say. (laughs) I've listened to the Harry Potter one. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. (laughs) Yeah, because that's right in my fucking wheelhouse. One of our earlier episodes. It's a good time. (laughs) I can't remember which ones I've listened to, but you guys started like going really in depth about talking about Taco Bell menu items. And I was like, I can get into this. That sounds like us. I have an opinion about that menu as well. Um, but today we're talking about season five, episodes one and two, the premiere, Venus. And Kelsey, will you please read us the YouTube summaries? Gladly. Um, Manny pursues her dream of being a Hollywood actress, but is faced with the cruel realities of show business. Manny, desperate for stardom, contemplates plastic surgery after harsh criticism from a caustic casting agent. Craig receives a disappointing birthday gift from (laughs) Ashley. (laughs) About right. They kind of hit it on the money on that one. Yeah, although I really enjoy um, caustic casting agent. That's that's some fun alliteration. Using some some fun words. That's some of the better alliteration I've heard on the Degrassi Wiki or YouTube summaries thus far. Got to give it to them. Right. And then for part two, Degrassi is a flurry of gossip when Peter releases a topless video of Manny. Manny's reputation is ruined, and her parents kick her out when they discover she's pursuing an acting career against their wishes. Ellie and Craig are still fighting, but both are surprised when they find a common interest. What? <laughs> that is... They're that's... shocked. <laughs> what? So, they already yeah. knew they had a common interest. Yeah, yeah, they've had plenty full of common interests throughout their relationship. But one's being rediscovered, I suppose. I guess so. Oh, boy. Also, like, they keep... All right, so, I mean, we're going to jump into the app. But, like, throughout the entire episode, they keep saying that, like, Manny's reputation is ruined. But, like, Manny notoriously has a shitty reputation already. This is kind of on brand for her. Yeah, this is the 15-year-old girl who got pregnant in, like, two seasons in. Her reputation has been shot for some time as far as the uh, greater... Toronto community is concerned. And she was like the other woman in a love triangle already. Yeah. yeah if anything, this is like the most Manny thing to happen to Manny. <laughs> exactly. Basically, she's just on character. The only new real development is now suddenly she's decided it's time to really pursue acting, which is a character. She's <laughs> like a character storyline. They just decide to start throwing in right now. Well, I mean, Kevin Smith inspired her. Like, this is true. This is true. He as discovered he does all her. Of us. I was just going to say, as he inspires us all. He inspires us every day to go about our lives. <laughs> to just go to the mall, yeah. hang out in front of a convenience store, sell weed, like on the DL. <laughs> and make lots of, like, baseline, kind of offensive Canadian cliche jokes. Yeah. we're And we're here for fucking all of it. Every second of it. God bless him. 
<laughs> oh boy. So the first scene, we well, oh wait, sorry. we gotta talk about the fucking episode title. Are we sorry. blowing over this now because they don't really mean anything? They don't mean shit. That's why we blow over it. But how am I supposed to insert the song? Oh yeah, okay. We want to hear the song. Go for it. Well, Banana Ram. Yes. Yeah, so the title is Venus. It's a. It's actually a cover by Banana Rama, but it came out in 1986. I think it's fairly fitting if you listen to the lyrics, like, I'm your Venus, I'm your fire, your desire. Manny wants to be everyone's object of desire. I don't know. I think yeah. it kind of works. No, I was going to say, this is one of the few songs that lyrically actually matches up with the context of the episode. Because it's all about, you know, she wants to be my desire. And you know what, Manny? You always have been, you always will be. <laughs> Um, this song only reminds me of the Razor commercials, and that's yeah. it. Like, <laughs> endless. Just, just Razor commercials. Yeah. But my head automatically goes to the Razor Blade commercial. <laughs> hey, that's just good marketing, you that's know? That's just good branding. It is good <laughs> branding. Someone has someone, someone's awake on that advertising team is all it is. And you know what? I bet Manny would want to be in one of those commercials. She I think Manny would take any acting job at this point. Yeah, she probably is in the background of those. We just didn't recognize her. <laughs> right spot for her. She's wearing her shitty wig. That's why. <laughs> oh, my God. So many things to talk about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. So first scene, we open up on fucking Peter. With his goddamn camera. <laughs> of course. Always. Just Ricky Fitz of Degrassi. Just constantly <laughs> creeping around with his camera. Channeling American beauty at every, at every turn. Oh, God, he's just my goddamn nightmare. And he <laughs> says action, and, like, three girls, like, dive into the pool. I'm like, what fucking movie are you making? This is terrible. As a young man who's grown up with a video camera in hand my entire time, like, there's never three girls in bikinis involved in any of the shots, first of all. And <laughs> I will say this. You're constantly just yelling action and pointing cameras in whatever direction something's happening to no great avail. But I got to give him points because he at least got girls into his little homemade movies, which is something I was never able to do at his age. Yeah. So we're at the pool, which feels weird to watch because as we're recording this, we've had our first snow of the season. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) But um, we're at the pool. Manny and Emma are there. We might need to get into Fashion Police right away because... But Manny has a very new haircut, and Emma oh. is wearing, like, chunky, square, like, white <laughs> outline sunglasses. Like, we're truly in, like, the Billabong, PacSun, oh, everyone wants to be a surfer era of fashion oh, yeah. in 2005. That was, like, all of It my was all of my school. wardrobe. Yeah. Oh, no, me too. I had, um, I had, I think, two different Billabong bikinis. I had the similar sunglasses to the one <laughs> ones ones Emma was wearing. All over them. Make a good product. I will give them that much. Like, the, actually, the guy who owned Billabong lived near my father, and he would have these yard sales of all of their old, like, extra warehouse shit and irregular things. So Damn. I would go and load up on, like, for, like, $100, I'd have, like, 20 new Billabong shirts of every awful <laughs> cliche skate kid design known to man, and I loved it. That's this amazing. Billabong, wherever I looked, it was a simpler time for everybody. Oh, it's the skater dream. I used to love uh, Paxson, Billabong, and... Roxy. Oh yeah, I had a lot of. I had various Roxy bathing suits. I did not surf. I d- no. I have surfed, but I I'm from California, but I don't live by the beach. 
Um, so like in middle school, I tried to surf a few times. It didn't work. I tried doing snowboarding. I hated it. Oh, no. But I was like so committed to my the fashion that I I tried to be the things, but I I actually didn't have any interest in the actual sports. Okay. I surfed Evolved. once at the Jersey Shore, actually. I did surf once at the Jersey Shore. Here's the thing about the Jersey Shore. There's no fucking waves there. <laughs> no, no, none whatsoever from what I've heard. No, it's it's wave free. Um, I, I did a lot of white people sports. I skied and I water skied. <laughs> and Wait, like polo? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Yeah, I don't uh, know. Surfing, never touched a surfboard in my life. Every summer, I promise myself, Sean, this is the year. You're going to become a surfer. You're made to be a surfer. You always should have been. Snowboarding, tried once in a Boy Scout camp and got food poisoning. Never tried again. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. From Not related, wait, but... What? From the snowboarding? It just, like, put a dark cloud over the act, I'm assuming. I I went there. I didn't know what stance I was because it was before I started skateboarding. So I was switch. I was backwards. And then I got violently ill and spent the entire night, like, puking in the cabin. And the next day, while everybody was having fun snowboarding, and I never touched a snowboard since. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's a sad story. (laughs) I tried to snowboard, like, all of seventh grade because I live closer to the mountains um, and my dad snowboards and my brother does. And I just like, I couldn't get off the bunny hill. And I was like, fuck this. I'm a lodge person. I've accepted this. I am. I am definitely a drink in the lodge person. Well, your goddamn feet are strapped together. That's terrifying. Yeah, this it. is a problem for me. Like I'm a skateboarder person. I've been doing this for the last 15 years of my life or so. I'm 28 years old. I'm still playing on this thing. Just trying <laughs> not to injure myself every day. But... I'm not used to not being able to kick it oh, my board away and say, fuck this, I'm not jumping on this damn thing. Snowboarding, you don't have that luxury, for better no. or worse. You crash just... onto the cold, icy earth. Yeah, either way. <laughs> You're just supremely fucked. But anyway, so Billabong Sunglasses is where we're at. There's a turquoise tankini tramp in the mix. Which made me laugh. I was like, oh boy. Also, remember tankinis? I do remember tankinis. They were the bathing suit of my youth. <laughs> um manny's hair just i just need to say it again it's so bad i it's, i don't know his hair i hated it i'm not somebody who's like oh that girl has nice hair she has bad hair i don't know manny's hair made me so like uncomfortable it was just awful it's aggressively bad but it's just so of the time like everybody oh. had that hair every girl had that haircut at least on tv every girl had that haircut <laughs> another end show it reminded me of did you guys ever watch that show south of nowhere yes obviously there were lesbians i watched and it all the time i think ashley on that show her name is ashley right i don't remember like the one who wasn't dark hair or the dark hair, hair one mm-hmm. had that haircut the one who had the rock star dad um but yeah also Craig got a haircut. Living for Spinner it. Spinner has a haircut that isn't awful. I also, like, Spinner looks good. I'm shocked. I'm amazed. I'm this, impressed. This is like Spinner's uh, becoming a phoenix and rising. This is when you start <laughs> saying, like, oh, Spinner's all right. Like, he's an okay guy. Starting at this episode going further, he tries, you know? He's yeah. really trying to make an effort. He's trying. Right. Totally. Um, Marco clearly did some traveling and has oh, yes. stuck with the fashion. Is he wearing a dashiki He's in the beginning? He's wearing a dashiki for the solid like half of this episode. The uniform of any young man who's convinced himself that he's culturally and politically awakened in his youth. Uh, I say this because I own a dashiki. 
<laughs> I save it for, you know, proper like concerts, maybe if I'm on vacation in Africa, because I do that all the time. But I have my dashiki in case I need it. Just in but case. I'm not wearing it. I haven't worn it to class, I don't think, even in my hippiest of college years. <laughs> he also is wearing sunglasses upside down in front of his face, like around the mouth area, just for one scene, but it is jarring he's also letting his hair flow naturally but i think it looks good. i actually like marco's like curlier hair look that i'm super on board for jimmy has a weird soul patch chin strap thing happening yeah. that i'm not on board for but that's just part of being a teenage boy's bad bad facial hair mm-hmm. yeah Marco's ellie also, you're I like taking great. what you can get right yeah exactly <laughs> whatever you can possibly deal mine was just some fuzz on like my lower neck but i was <laughs> I went to school every day like that. <laughs> Marco oh also has a shirt that just says, save your earth. It's like, all right, that, that'll do it. Be the change, Marco. I yep. see you there. Yep. He also has a shirt that just has like an outline of Africa. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's um, thinking, you know, he's oh. leaning in. He's woke as fuck. Ellie is wearing a skirt over jeans, which was such it. a look of that time. Like, I definitely wore a skirt over jeans, or just like a dress over jeans. Yep, totally with like ballet flats. Yeah, that it, was the time. Me, I, that was a look. Nostalgic swooned to that. I was like, oh, that was the look of girls in my age, and it um, was. It was a good look. Yeah, no, I, I did, I regularly did, like, a jeans with a skirt over and, like, Converse sneakers that I, like, glued pennies on or something stupid, like... <laughs> or just, like, Sharpie all over. <laughs> it was, uh, so much Sharpie. Peter, on the other hand, is wearing cargo shorts and a long-sleeve <laughs> button-up shirt, which is, like, just... internship interview above and, like, long border below. All of Peter's shirts are have some button-up component. Lay, uh, lots of layers happening throughout yeah. the entire it's a status episode. symbol. He wants you to know he has money, so his shirts have buttons on it. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It was the like wealthy white preppy boy yeah. of the time. It was very yeah. like Abercrombie, circa two thousand five. Men skirt loved it. <laughs> um. Oh, also lots of layered tank tops. Emma's wearing like layered tank tops at that party. Oh yeah, it's just layered everything. That party. Um, Manny's earrings are so much. Oh yeah, they're a lot. They're a lot. Oh boy. Um. Um, Also, Manny's outfit for when she goes on the like casting whatever thing. Bad. So bad. Why did you you have outfits? I thought it was kind of sexy. I I, I kind of liked her. (laughs) But it was like a ruffly skirt was involved too, and like and like bad heels that like weren't tall enough to be effective. And her shirt was ill fitting. (laughs) It wasn't giving. It wasn't doing her any favors. It was not. Casting agent just kind of just really shot her down in a very oh. racist and like body shamey kind of way very it was, racist it was horrible <laughs> we'll get to that i'm sure it was oh, horrible the day after the party manny's wearing like a weird color blue peasant top deal that i wasn't cool with and a jean jacket um emma's hair is beautiful the glow up is real <laughs> she just continues oh, yeah. just every damn day at Craig's birthday party, Ellie's wearing a shirt that looks great on her, although it's clear she just saw her first Tim Burton movie last week. It's like <laughs> black, gray, striped. It's like pinstriped. Like yeah. in the right place. But it works. It's Ellie. She can pull that off. Yeah, I think it if works. Ellie had a car, like her car seats would have those covers that are just like Jack Skellington and yeah. Sally on the other one. Absolutely. <laughs> like that's a, that's a, that is a fact. I had a friend who had those. Oh, my gosh. Oh, of course. It's rough. Um... 
Let's see. I liked Manny's um, T-shirt, like tiny zip-up jacket and jeans outfit when she was getting kicked out of her house. Is I don't this one with the embroidered birds on the back of her jacket? Oh, did did they have birds on? I thought <laughs> it had like a little like flowers. jersey number on it. No, on the back she had a denim jacket and it was just some sort of. Oh, that was the denim jacket. Yeah, the denim jacket. I'm getting my jackets crossed. <laughs> Either way. A fashionista for the ages. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paige is wearing this like really skinny sparkle scarf that yep. was so 2005. Very limited too. Very limited too. <laughs> it was also something that like Lorelai and Rory would have worn on Gilmore Girls mm-hmm. because they're like pretending that it's winter, but it's so hot in LA that they had to wear like on that Warner Brothers set. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, wow. A, a lot of fashion in this episode. I know. I don't actually have any other ones. Oh, I for sure do. Um, I hate Marco's hat. It's like <laughs> one of those ones that's like tightly fitted beanie with like a weird felt brim situation. Uh... I definitely had one, and that's how I know I hate it. <laughs> um, Hazel is wearing this dumb cowl neck shirt, and I just hate cowl necks on principle, and it's a bad pattern for her. Craig's green shirt at the end of the episode. Looked really good on him. Craig looks good in everything. Oh, during the party, I saw a girl with like a hair poof. Do you remember when like, because Sean and I are from similar neighborhoods. So like the girl with the like poof in front of the head. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. My friend Colette had one of those. It's a very, it's a very New Jersey, Long Island, Staten Island situation. It had its time. Oh, yeah. Uh, That was rough. just a lot of side bangs. So many side bangs. Um, Side, side bangs, side ponytails. I'm there for it. (laughs) Oh, Peter's hair is, like, standing up on end the entire time. <laughs> he did the front hair flip, which yeah. is very popular. The front, like, like, the ski slope, like. I tried to do that once. Back when I was a man of much more hair, it didn't, <laughs> didn't go over well. Um, I, I literally wrote about Manny's hair four times in my notes because I hate it <laughs> so, so much. Is that a wig? I think it's, it's a wig. No, it looks like a she wig. She got that haircut, guys. She got that haircut. <laughs> it looks like a wig. She got the haircut because everybody did. It's like too much hair at the top, not enough hair at the bottom. It was just like it. overly layered. It was Bad a layered. Look. I, I was probably had a similar haircut, to be honest. <laughs> oh. Um, when did Manny get a nose ring? Oh, yeah, she has a nose ring now. It looks good. Her nose also works like Kevin it. Smith money. She's you know she's creating an image for Throwing herself. Throwing it at <laughs> nose rings. And Going nose. to Claire's, getting nose rings. You know. <laughs> oh, Claire's. <laughs> I was all about Claire's. My one of my like dude friends went there and got his eyebrow pierced when we were fifteen. Seriously? Was, like, he, like thought he was all cool. He's like, yeah, get my eyebrow pierced. Like, where'd you guys? Like, oh, I went to Claire's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, fun fact. Harrison Ford got his ear pierced out of Claire's in Get New York. Get the fuck out of here. That's true. I, I know that. Because... is cooler than I thought. <laughs> I guess he rose, he rose among the ranks of Harrison Ford. I'll give it to him. I always got, uh, yeah, no, I got two, I got four of my earrings done at Claire's, but my friends and I would go into the city to get all of our facial piercings at, like, sketchy places. <laughs> Safe. Super safe. I believe I bought the Lizzie McGuire movie on DVD because I had a very big Hillary Duff crush. Amazing. I love it. Purchase. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, There's the first person that Manny sees after her like video uh, is debuted has like really dumb like skinny dreadlocks and like but like there's only like four of them. (laughs) 
He's wearing like a dumb he doesn't hat. Doesn't he belongs in high school at all? Either. That guy was. No, he looked way too old to he's be there. He's like Jay. He's like thirty-five yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you know, you hear great things about the Canadian education system, but then you see people like Jay and this uh, like dreadlock, drab dude running around, <laughs> and you get concerned. Um, my last good? fashion note is Manny. I still hate her pink track jacket, but it's nice to not see it matched with the pink track pants. Yeah. She's changing things up. <laughs> She's evolved. All right. <laughs> so that was that was a 20 long... minutes of fashion. We both them, didn't we? <laughs> we really we fucking sure did. did. <laughs> um, so we're still on the very first scene. All so right. Manny and Emma are at the pool, like, hanging out, sunning. And as you do, Emma is like, oh, my God, that guy Peter's so cute. And I'm already just shaking my head. I mean, my first note is fucking Peter. (laughs) (laughs) My first note is, I feel like these girls trapped me in an episode where I'm forced to feel like Mr. Oleander looking at these very (laughs) attractive bikini-clad teenage girls. Like, there's no way I'm getting through this one without sounding a little bit creepy, but I feel like the producers knew. These aren't girls anymore. We need to, let's sell, let's make some money here. Let's get them in bikinis. Everyone's upperclassmen now. Some people are probably actually 18 in real life now. Possibly. Yeah, but I don't think anyone in this scene. I don't think Manny is, though. No, no. Um, but anyway, so they're at the pool and Emma's like swooning over Peter vomit and he's like talking to some girl in the tankini and she's jealous and she's like, he's talking to that turquoise tankini tramp. And I'm like, always cool the girl in the turquoise Emma. tankini. Always. always. <laughs> Never trust the girl in the turquoise tankini. That's what words I've always lived by. <laughs> Obviously. And then Emma's like, I haven't liked anybody since Hurricane Sean, like, blew into my life. And I'm like, I guess we're forgetting about Chris. I know. I was like, cool. Let's just pretend <laughs> Like Chris everybody does. Oh. about Chris, you know? <laughs> we Except forgot Chris. about him so many times. We gave him three <laughs> separate <laughs> eulogies. And he's not forgetful. He was a very likable young man. I know. We liked him, too. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Poor Chris. Can't catch a break. Uh... Oh, my God. And Manny, meanwhile, is lamenting that this agent won't call her back. And she's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get famous. And I'm like, that's ominous. Uh, and then, Whenever, whenever sorry, a character in the show says whatever it takes, it's followed directly by them making just a poor decision every time. And I love time. it. It's great. I'm glad it's our podcast time. And it's also <laughs> like when Holland, Holland and I high five. It's a good We're time. Like, hey, yeah. they said the thing. Oh, I do too. I was like, yes. <laughs> and also Peter like looks at Manny and Emma's like, Manny, he's looking at you. And Manny's like, no, he's not. Whatever. I don't care anyway. Cause I'm going to be famous. And then the theme song plays and the theme song is different a little bit. Jay and Alex are in it now. Which um, made me super happy. Spinner Ash- looks real sad. <laughs> Spinner's just by himself, like, staring, like, forlornly like, down the hallway. He's, <laughs> he's like, he's looking so through different. the window. <laughs> it's amazing. So, okay, so it's um, Craig and Jimmy are, like, playing guitar and sitting next to each other, and we're really excited because Ashley's gone. And then yeah. Spinner is, like, just standing outside <laughs> of the window on the other side of the glass, just Staring at them, like, it's looking like, really sad. fun guitar time, and then he, like, swooshes over to Spinner. He's just, like, so I feel by so bad for that poor child the entire show. From, like, this entire season, he's just the man outside the window trying to reach back <laughs> at the friends he lost. 
Yeah. It's so close, but so far. Separated by a fail. Uh, and fail. Peter's in the theme song now, too. So he's yeah. not just a one-off creep. He's here to stay. Yeah. Oh, heavy eye roll. And Mrs. H is in the theme song. Because Mr. Radish is gone. Um, okay, deservingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wrote down, Ash is gone and sad Shane. <laughs> <laughs> sad, sad Shane. Uh, and then, okay, so then we come in. Everyone's, like, walking into school and ignoring Spinner, like, right off the bat. And and there's a lot of talk of, like, we're seniors now. And then there's, like, Manny walking with um, all of her friends. And she's like, the agent still hasn't called me. And JT's like, as an acting man, let oh, me God. tell you, there's a lot of rejection. I'm like, okay, crazy fries. Like, get it together. <laughs> I, I always really supported JT's role on the kids' show, though. I always thought that was just a great job, and I was really into that. I'd do that. I wouldn't be embarrassed. I'd be very proud of that job. Yeah, I'm he doesn't have that. that job yet, though. Yeah. But... And Manny would kill. Oh, he's right. He doesn't. And Manny would kill for that cheese fries job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Super sure. fries. Yeah. Super fly fries. Is that what it was? I I truly cannot remember. You weren't on that, you weren't on that episode. Oh, yeah, no, I wasn't here. That, that was Carly. Oh, gosh. And so... Then Emma sees, like, Peter in the hallway and is freaking out. And Manny literally, like, pushes her into him. And she's like, hi, I'm Degrassi. Welcome to Emma. And was, like, flustered. Classic flustery mix-up. Poor girl. (laughs) And then Manny is, like, swoops in. She's like, hey, that's what we do on the first day of school. So you're a Manny. And, like, she kind of saves her. And I'm like, oh, Manny's a good friend. Manny's a good wing woman. Yeah. She, You know, she called Emma lovely, which I'm sure we'll talk about. (laughs) I said that you were lovely. (laughs) That is what your grandmother says about your girlfriend when you bring her home for Thanksgiving. She's lovely. The highest of compliments. (laughs) It's the highest of grandma compliments. Exactly, which is saying a lot. And Peter's like Joe Hollywood. He's worse than, um, like, what's your, uh, Caitlin's fiance in the beginning? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Keith. Listen, babe, I gotta take this call. Like, you want to make it big in this business, baby? I'll tell you what you gotta do. Like, all right. He's terrible. So they, like, introduce themselves, and he's like, oh, you're the girl from that Kevin Smith movie. I'm like, this is the biggest thing that has happened to Toronto ever, apparently. Production was quick. It was filmed, edited out, and uh, recognized by the summer, you know? That's impressive stuff. I don't think it's come out yet, though. That's why I'm confused, because he's like, you were the girl in the Kevin Smith movie, but, like, he, no one's seen it yet, because, like, the premiere doesn't happen. He probably just knows that she filmed it. They probably know the cast. He's an inside Hollywooder, you know? That's true. He's an aspiring director, as he tells us. He knows the inside baseball of what's happening behind the Kevin Smith indie flicks. Oh, boy. I wrote, God, aspiring director, kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Like she was talking about how she he's like, do you have an agent? And she's like, I tried to get in with this person. And he's like, oh, well, then you're never going to hear what my he talks about his dad a lot. He's like, what my dad always says is if you want something in life, don't ask, just take. And I'm like, that is rapey. I was going to say the same thing. And I also wrote, of course, that's Peter's fucking motto. Yeah. The worst, most rapey advice anybody could ever give. (laughs) In any context, that's just mean, bad advice. It's never good. Peter's dad sounds like a real dick, first of all. His dad gave him his Palm Pilot. His dad gave him his camera. His, like, he's all about his... It's probably his rich dad who was absent. Well, I was going to say, that sounds a whole lot like a dad trying to buy some love, so... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is why 
Him and Craig will have a lot to talk about down the oh, line, boy. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Plenty um, of Oh, for sure. So then Manny goes home for lunch, I guess. Wait, but we're totally skipping over the fact that Spinner is unexpelled. I know that we mentioned it for like a second. Oh, yeah. But like, how does that work? I don't he know. did summer school. I guess he atoned for things. I don't know. It's been like three it's months. It's because he's on Degrassi and he can't uh-huh. not be at the school. But Exactly. Just Canadian acceptance and forgive- Canadian forgiveness is what and it was. And he's probably redoing the year. Like, it's not like he's going into senior year or anything. Can we talk about how Spinner now is going to be in, like, English that's for two years younger than him? <laughs> right. They're going to for- they. I bet you a million dollars they will forget that plot point. <laughs> of course. Of he's course. he's just going to be learning about Lord of the Flies for, like, the <laughs> fifth time. <laughs> Lord of the he's Flies. for Catcher in the Rye. And all of the Shakespeare. Like yeah. It's, it's going to be like, he's going to learn about Lord of the Flies, Romeo and Juliet, and the Taming of the Shrew all the fuck over again. <laughs> oh, of course. He should be an expert in Shakespearean literature by this point. Seriously. There's like no excuse for him to not get an A in this class now. But hey, and... we all progress at different times. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is a fair point. Especially um... when you're spinner. <laughs> <laughs> Poor spinner. Um, so then Manny goes home for lunch, I guess, and she's like being kind of a brat to her mom. She's like, I want my credit card. I need it. It's my money. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I was like, Manny, why are you being so shitty to your mom? Your mom's great. And then she's, she said something about how she's not retarded. And I'm like, oh boy, it's 2005. What'd you say? She dropped a hard R on that retarded. That was just uncalled for. Oh, it was rough. I was like, 2005, 2005, 2005. Exactly. All got take it into context it doesn't make it okay but it explains it (laughs) yeah yeah i'm sure i was Um, saying similar things at the time and not realizing it was wrong totally oh for sure and then she eventually sweet talks the credit card away from her mom because she needs to go shopping for new clothes for school and but i guess it's so she can go to the agent right no it's so that she can go shopping for new clothes but not for school for the agent Yeah, yeah 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 And then she buys that weird blazer without sleeves. As, as she's so bombarded weird. by a montage of unrealistic standards for beauty for young women. Yeah, the shopping also, montage also has country music playing in the background. And I was really confused. Bad. I'm getting there. I believe we're getting it. It wasn't <laughs> yep. good. It was bad. It was bad. Two days. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> and, and every single girl that she sees is blonde. Every single one of she them. She even puts on a blonde wig at one point well, yes. during the montage. She's just like, girl, that is not your look. No, no. no she's not made to be a blonde. It's no. not matter. As a person who tried that once, it is <laughs> not my look either. Like, I understand. <laughs> um, but I think before this, like, Ellie and Craig are like doing hand signals to each other across the classroom and she they're in the in the computer lab and she and marco are talking and like checking email and marco's like you guys have hand signals we don't even have hand signals (laughs) so apparently ellie and craig have been spending a lot of time together over the summer and then ellie opens an email from fucking ashley who of course has found a new british boyfriend named alistair and she is staying in london because this is now Ashley's personality. She's British yeah. now, guys. She's staying. Of course. She's like Madonna. You know, the second she goes to British, she's going to pick up the accent. She's going to just, she's going to go the whole thing. She's going to be eating fish and chips. Very cold. The entire, every British cliche she'll come back with. 
Oh, absolutely. She's going to say mobile and flat. It's going to be a whole fucking thing. Putting E's and U's into words that weren't there before. Oh, yeah. They they do that in Canada, too. Yeah, yeah. And they they do do British spelling in Canada. Yeah. I have several points about this whole exchange. First of all, of course, his name is Alistair. Or Allie. Or Allie, whatever. Um, Second of all... Um, fucking, I'm already shipping Ellie and Craig, like, harder than I need to. I'm like, it's been four minutes, and I'm on board. Um, and, like, third, I'm forgetting third. Oh, third, this is literally Jude Law in a semester abroad. It totally is. (laughs) I also love that Ashley sent a fucking photo of her boyfriend and her, like, arm-in-armed Ellie. She's like, Ellie, I have a new boyfriend now, so of course I'm staying here. She's so flippant about like leaving her friends, her boyfriend, and her family for some like British bohunk she found named Alistair. She's just so like a picture in your face while she's at it. It's her, it's her new personality. It's she's a real dick move. Leaves everything else behind. The worst. Well, I mean, out of every character on this show, Ashley is most likely to drop her whole life for like a borderline stranger. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But we're all really happy she's gone. For now, so you know she comes so back eventually, but I could use a breather. It's nice. <laughs> Me and I, not that I hate Ashley, but we could use some space. At least she's exhausting. Space. She is exhausting to watch. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Ellie finds us out, and she's like, "Great. So now this is something that I know." And and she's like, "Now we have to make Craig's birthday amazing because it's Craig's, oh, yeah, birthday, it's Craig's birthday tomorrow." Birthday. She's like, now we have to throw him the rockingest party. And Marco's like, rockingest? She's like, I don't know. I'm really sad for him. And that made me laugh. <laughs> me too. And then I think this is when the shopping montage happens. Yeah. And then she goes to the agent and the freaking receptionist like calls the agent. And she's like, do you have time to deal with pest control? Oh, yeah. I, I, like, I, I love how they paint this woman as... The best, the, the biggest Asian in Toronto, which is like the best ice player, hockey player in Cairo, you know, <laughs> <laughs> totally all of media and such. And oh, I had that. Oh, she was nasty. They were also she was nasty. awful. They were mean. And then so Manny does her audition, and this agent, I don't know if this was an the choice of the actor or if the director was like, you know what you should do? You should be chopping on a fucking apple this entire scene, but it was very distracting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that was a thing. I think it was meant to display that she doesn't give a shit, but like she says very mean, like racist things. And also, and we'll like dive into that, but also she's like pointing at the headshots behind her and she's like, what do these people have in common? And Manny's like, they're all beautiful. And she's like, they all have this thing that makes like first of all how is she supposed to like glean that from fucking photos on the wall second of all she's like just look at robin robin's perfect i'm like robin has a weird face yeah that's what she couple. pointed to it was weird they were all those women were pornographic actresses every one of them and like i swear those were not stars those looked like like the bad stereotype of what a porno actress is they were all just kind of trashy looking with very large breasts and like looked very fake and shiny they were not they didn't have it they had had, something (laughs) chlamydia they had chlamydia (laughs) yeah but apparently they all had something special which is what the agent was going for and she's like what's special about you why don't you 
take some time and figure that out. And while you're at it, stop eating what like rice and beans and dump the lumps. And I was like, what is happening? Lay off the rice and beans, which is just like absurdly racist. (laughs) Everyone's so mean to Manny. This entire two episodes, everyone says the meanest things to Manny. Manny does not deserve any of the shit that she gets in this episode. She was a little bitchy to her mom. That's about it. That's her own the only time where I was like not on board for Manny. Yeah. But, but otherwise, I mean, she doesn't deserve any of this shit. So yeah, this fucking casting agent's real bitch. And then she leaves the casting office and immediately almost gets hit by a bus, a la Mean Girls. And then, of course, the bus has an ad for a plastic surgeon on the back, and it's she's putting two and two together. I just wrote this is pointed. Yeah. <laughs> And boy, does that plastic surgeon belong on the side of a bus. He is a he is oh, that boy. kind of a man. So oh. she brings Emma with her, and they're, like, in the waiting room, and Manny's, like, trying to explain to her why she wants to get plastic surgery. And Emma's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You are gorgeous. You don't need to do this, which is all of us are like, Manny, you're fucking hot. You don't need to do anything. I mean, <laughs> put on a wig for a little while, but until then, very hot. <laughs> yes. The only thing wrong with you right now is your hair and your attitude. Yeah, and your attitude. Good call. But she goes into the office and she's like awkwardly trying to explain that she wants like liposuction in her legs and in her butt, I guess. And the guy, and she's like, but I think my butt is fine. It was before people wanted big butts. Yeah. That's very true. But, you know, Manny, it's great. She did not need to be there. Nope. And her reasoning was, I don't want people. To, people are talking about me at school. Everybody, I'm tired of everyone talking about me. Getting plastic surgery while you're in high school is not a way to like quell gossip and rumors and speculation. Oh no, not even a That's little bit. That's gonna like ramp it up. Yeah. Seriously, she's like, they won't talk. They won't talk about me when I'm famous. I'm like, that's the opposite of what will happen. Or I um, think she said they won't be laughing when um, I'm famous. I mean, we laugh at famous people all the time. Frequently. <laughs> Casey, um, we're laughing at you right now. Let's be real. We love you, but we're laughing at you. That's true. Oh, we, li- we, we literally had, like, the three of us had an Instagram exchange about a recent Cassie Steele Instagram. Like, <laughs> Oh, I love her. Can't be stopped. Um, but, yeah, so she's, like, trying to tell him what she wants. And, and she's he like, is a big old fucking But I think my creep. bust is fine. And he's like, you know what? You should consider it, though, because it'll – and he, like, walks up and, like, Ugh, turns her sad. around. I'm like, stop touching her. Like, hey, sweetie, you know what you need? A bigger bust. It'll balance you out. Like, it was – he was just so skeevy. I like, first feel. of all, it will not balance her out. It will make oh. her topple the fuck over. <laughs> It will give her back problems. Stop yeah. trying to ruin this poor girl's life. Also, she still has Spirit Squad to deal with. She should not be getting boob job. It'll no. throw her entire balance. I, I know someone who got a boob job. It's a long recovery period. Yeah, it is. Ugh. Any plastic surgery really is, though. My friend got a nose job, and she had a really long... Like, she looked like she got punched in the face for, like, two weeks. Yeah, because they literally uh, have to, like, break your nose. Yeah, it's rough. To do it, yeah. But, like, the thing with getting, like breast implants when you're a child is like you're not done growing yet no you're not <laughs> like and most of us are still ugly breast. until we get into our 20s anyway She's like, like wait what? it out dude 16 17 your boobs will grow yeah. <laughs> fucking wait it and out dude already quite sizable yeah <laughs> like, like she's, she's already, already fine 
Yeah. She's yeah. doing fine. Anyway, but she's like, all right, I'm all in. Where, Like, how much is it? Okay, do you take credit cards? Yeah, sure. I guess I have parental consent. How much money did she get paid for this Kevin Smith thing? Because she's like, cool, I'll drop like $9,000. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Three grand on the deposit alone. Yeah. Must be good money. Look at Kevin Smith. That sweet, sweet Kevin Smith money. (laughs) Oh, Um, boy. But then. Oh, Oh, yeah. Um, but then the next scene, Ellie comes into the dot and is like getting a coffee and is all of a sudden just like confiding in Spinner. And I was like, have they ever spoken before? I know. I was like, why is Ellie being nice to Spinner? What's happening here? And but I kind of like, yeah, I kind of liked their conversation, but she's saying like, she's telling him all about Ashley and how she's breaking up with Craig and how she needs to like find a place to throw him his birthday party. And he's like, well, you can do it here. Like, I can get us that corner. I mean, you guys. I can get you guys that corner. Such a sad boy. Such <laughs> a sad, sad boy. Um, but he's helping them out. He's working anyway. And he's Spinner's just trying so hard to get back in with these people. And I'm like, dude, it's still too soon. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's trying too hard, and I don't blame him. I understand, but uh, he's just so defeated. He's a defeated man. He really is. But, like, also, can I just comment on the fact that these kids have the lamest parties? Oh, <laughs> all of them. I don't know. If that Like, it was seven people in the corner. And don't get me wrong. That's For me, that's fine now. All I need is seven friends in a corner for my birthday. But oh, yeah, absolutely. He's a teenager like... here. He needs, to, he needs to go rip it up. Like, this is a lame fucking party. At least go play laser tag or something. Like, yeah. what are you doing? They go to the dot every day after school and have coffee together. And Spinner, like, offers up the space. He's like, you can work. You can, like, set up here. And Ellie's like, oh, what a good idea. I'm like, you guys are here all the goddamn time. You don't, you just, you don't, it's the dot. You don't have to, like, set aside a party space. You can just go sit down. All of you Show sit down up. there at the same time anyway. All the damn time. He's calling the, the dot for reservations, you know. <laughs> Although they do cater now. They do cater. Yeah, that's true. The dot is expanding. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, so that happens. And then I think the next scene is like Manny and Peter are in the library and Peter's talking into third person. I don't remember what they're talking. I think he's talking about how he's having a party that night. He's inviting her to be in a movie and she's like hard pass. And he's like, but you should be in my movie though. And she's like, nah. And then he's like, you should come to this party. And she's like, I'm busy, but you should invite Emma because she's great. Like Manny is like very good wing woman. Yeah. And then... Peter's until like, well, if, until she's not, but that she's going through some stuff. Yeah. But then Peter, um, like writes the address on his arm on her arm, which is like such a move. Oh. Um, <laughs> like that's, it's such a guy move to be like, yeah, I'm going to write this on your arm. Well, here's my address just in case. And then they like hold by. your hand for like longer than you want. They hold your hand for like just a little bit longer than you want them to after they finish writing stuff down on your person. And I'm like, why, why are you writing this on my body? Please stop touching me. Please d- never touch me again. <laughs> these are things to take a note. You know, these are things to recognize. <laughs> so that happens. And then we cut to the dot and we're at the party in quotes. And Great. 
And everybody knows about Ashley. Like, Ellie is not keeping this on the down low. I'm surprised Craig doesn't know already, if we're being honest. She's telling literally everyone, including Spinner. And everyone's like, oh, well, we got to make this a good party because Ashley broke up with Craig on his birthday. Like, like, we got to do this. We got to do this. And, like, they surprise Craig with, like, silly string. And he comes in and he's happy and it's fun. That's that scene. Wait, is, is that when Spinner totally, like, drops the ball, though, and tells Craig? Is that later I think or then? first Manny's dad oh, finds God. out about the credit card. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's a little later. But Craig does come in and hug Ellie from behind, and I was like, oh, God. I was like, Good they are close. Good for them. <laughs> but then Manny comes home, and I think her parents have found out about her putting the deposit down on plastic surgery and our dad is scary and very slut shamey and is like why do you want to get plastic surgery are you like are you a loose girl like blah 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 (laughs) loose girl made me laugh (laughs) but then he actually calls then he actually calls her a slut and she's crying and she leaves and it's sad yeah Yeah, he's a terrifying man and yeah so manny's been called fat her ethnicity has been called into play and so far she's been called a slut and a loose girl by her father (laughs) And we're like halfway through episode one here. Manny's having a really hard day. Yeah. Um. Also, at one point, her dad says, "And you dress in these clothes?" And she goes, "My clothes are fine." And I was like, "Well, I mean, <laughs> you're like you, you know, you dress a little, a little on the risque side. Like you know what you're doing. You, I we, mean, we went through this with the whale tail episode. You want to be <laughs> yeah. hot, not cute, not adorable. Hot. Yeah. I mean, but also that that wasn't even totally my point. It's also just that her clothes are bad. Oh, they, yeah, they're not great. <laughs> they're just like, like, be as naked as you want, but like your clothes are not good. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Tracksuits, pink puffy hats. I'm wearing a My Favorite Murder t shirt. So that's like, a good shirt. It's a great shirt. <laughs> that's not a bad it's shirt. It's my favorite shirt. I gave you that shirt. It's my favorite <laughs> shirt. And I'm sure your father wouldn't call you a loose girl because of wearing it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. This is the main point here. But that was yeah. rough. I felt for her in that moment. It was very sad. And. Then we're at back at the dot, and then Craig like comes over like and gets his milkshake from Spinner, and Spinner's like, "I put two extra scoops of ice cream in there." <laughs> trying <laughs> so trying. hard. Long George's extra ice cream is his last like bastion of hope for gaining his friends back. Is an extra scoop of ice cream. And Craig is just like, "I won't tell anybody." <laughs> and then he like they continue to chat, and I'm like, "I mean, I guess they're like." less not okay with spinner i don't know they like they continue to talk to him and like they had the whole situation in the last couple of episodes that's true spinner kind of tried to help him when he was going through his last episode yeah but then um spinner is like really bad at picking up social cues yes like Uh, poor god (laughs) (laughs) what's bad is okay spinner drops the ball here tells craig but really, this is the second relationship that Ashley has caused to end in ruin on the man in question's birthday. <laughs> God, I Girls forgot about like, that. Just to make things more like dramatic and obnoxious than Ashley, she always has to make sure, no matter, even if it's not her fault, that that man is finding out the relationship is over on her birthday. Did the same thing to poor Jimmy. 
And she pizza. likes to make an exit. Yeah, yeah. That lasts. And so, yeah, so Spinner spills the beans, does not pick up that Craig has no idea what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, the entire time Craig is like, what? I don't know what you're talking. He's literally saying, I don't know what you're talking about. And Spinner just for some reason assumes that he's just like hiding it from him because they have like a weird relationship Spinner's now. like not the brightest bulb though either. He's probably like, oh, I'm not being clear enough. Let me continue to explain <laughs> myself. <laughs> <laughs> he's really treading water <laughs> i'm not i'm not faulting spinner for this at all though because like i said ellie told literally everybody except for craig like this is kind of on her it's on ashley for doing it and it's kind of it's on if ellie wanted to keep it a secret she shouldn't have told so many people fact i cannot agree more <laughs> and so then craig is like ellie what is going on what are you talking about and ellie's like ashley wanted to tell you herself and then i think marco's like don't be mad at ellie like we all knew and i'm like that is not making it better (laughs) and craig is like are you knew about this and you didn't tell me and i think he says what is does he say like go to hell or he's like screw "Screw you you," or something like that and then he's like kind of also overreacting. So and he like storms out of the birthday party because everybody knew that Ashley broke up with him on his birthday except for him. Poor fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of uh, sad boys in this episode. So many sad boys. Um, sad boys for days, and then one just really, really shitty one. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of whom, we then switch over to Peter's party. Um, Emma is talking to some girl. Oh, I forgot to mention this in like a weird like Jersey tank dress thing that looked really bad. I don't know. This Emma's was like talking- the hot party girl outfits of 2005. Emma's talking to like a gaggle of blonde people. Yeah, they're all blonde. I think she's talking to the turquoise tankini tramp. Oh, I think it that's might be her. And it, what it's a see. This is a party. This is a <laughs> party, especially for the new kid in town who apparently has a really big social circle. Emma gets very chummy with the with the cool girls real quick, leaving Manny in disarray. Yeah, yeah and this is the first proper party we've seen on Degrassi. I was I like, I was like, oh, I would go to this party. I wouldn't like anyone there, yes. but like, there's a better chance that I would have attended this party in high school than like go sit in the corner of the dot or like play <laughs> Garage Band at uh, Craig's house, guys. We did not run in the same social circles in high school because <laughs> I was the person. Sitting in the corner of the dot with my friends. I was the person playing, like, rock band. I was the per Like, yeah, that's what our birthday was. I mean, I played were. rock band, but I was probably high when I did it. No, that didn't happen. We all know my how I got drunk for the first time, so we're not going to repeat story. it. <laughs> it's my favorite story about Holland. <laughs> but we had fun, goddammit. Exactly. <laughs> Pure clean fun i didn't drink or smoke until after high school my first time i got drunk was my high school prom oh hey yes so yeah cheers to the sober high school kids we did hey straight edge it was also mainly just because i was so naive (laughs) like i didn't like i wouldn't have known where to get anything i was like people are doing that what and it's not that i had a moral like oblig like I had no moral hangups. It was mainly me being like, what? That's a foreign world. But I was garbage. End of story. <laughs> no, I think you just had a very healthy high school experience that I regret missing out on almost every day. Uh, healthy is not the word I would pick. <laughs> but sure. It's very generous Eventful. of you. Eventful. I'll go with eventful. Yeah, that works. Yeah. That's good. 
But anyway, we're at this party. And I, yeah, so I think I wrote down, is this the first time we've explicitly seen, like, alcohol at a party? No, because Sean's been drunk. That's true. That's true. But I mean, like, I, and it, but it wasn't like a, he's drinking. Oh, my God. Everyone's freaking out that Sean is drinking. It was like, this, it's the first time I think we've casually drink. seen, like, vodka at a party although manny does say can i borrow some vodka which is <laughs> just like, gonna say that yeah, which ma- manny borrows in- you're gonna give it back <laughs> oh yeah oh Once she'll she give it back later that's true <laughs> she will so, vomit it up and give it back later so uh, so manny arrives at this party and she's really upset after having a fight with her parents and emma's like manny what are you doing here oh my god and and she's like how did you get invited but we're like emma you know how she got invited and then peter like swings over and he's like i'm so glad you came finger guns and then like leaves, <laughs> leaves. <laughs> finger and guns. Then Emma's- i've been guilty i've been guilty of being a finger gun guy <laughs> we're I get all guilty my friends constantly <laughs> I, I love good finger guns. Pew, pew. I know I finger gun all the time. Um, People tell me I do it, and I didn't believe them. And then I catch myself. I was like, "Oh shit, I'm the finger gun guy." And I didn't know it the entire fucking time. Oh boy. Um. So then, and Emma's like, "Wait, what? What's going on?" Emma's like, "Oh, he invited you," and she looks like slightly hurt. And I, and I actually like, I get it. Like, I'm like, oh, it's not Manny's fault. But, like, I understand, like, the hurt behind it. So it made me sad for Emma. But then Emma's new bitchy friend is fucking like, oh, he likes girls like her. And it's like, what does that mean? (laughs) Attractive ones that aren't the same blonde, all the same exact blonde. Give him a break. They're literally just... They're, clones. they're four carbon copies. They're like those the three girls in Beauty and the Beast that are like have cleavage inexplicably and are like swooning over Gaston, like just carbon copies of the same human like three times. They're like on the Stepford Wife like internship program right now. They are all, all the cardboard cutouts of each other. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so then so Emma and then they say some shitty things about Manny and then Manny just like pieces out because she's like I am not dealing with this and um then she continues she borrows the vodka from some creepy dude and proceeds to get very intoxicated I like how she has the cadence of like a drunken old man when she drinks she gets very like you know who I'm gonna be an actress (laughs) <laughs> she sounds like an old drunk guy at the bar not like a young drunk girl which i appreciate i was gonna say i kind of love drunk manny she's Manny's great right she seems fun like I, in the set the beginning of the second episode that drunk manny i really like she she's so good i was like oh drunk manny's really funny i'm on board yeah. for drunk manny yeah um but then we cut to they're like I guess we're outside of the dot Marco and Ellie are talking Ellie's like oh my god I feel so bad I can't believe it and Marco's like because you like him she's like what no no I no you like him what are you talking about (laughs) she's like shut up your face bye (laughs) and it's just like Marco telling it like it is she's like okay yeah sure Marco's seen the world now he understands how the world and relationships work that cheeky don't lie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> some hat just makes him be able to see right to the point um yeah. um but yeah that's like a little scene where ellie's like i feel bad marco's like yeah because you like him and he's, she's like no he's my best friend's boyfriend and he's like not anymore which is <laughs> like okay they did break up like 45 minutes ago you need to calm down but fucking ashley already has a boyfriend so exactly. well, ashley sucks 
Um, but so that's that scene. And then we're back. And then Peter comes over to Manny is, and like calls oh, her yes. little girl lost. I, I threw up in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Sufficiently was, creepy. Yeah. He was like, you should go home, little girl. And I was like, oh, ugh. Yeah. there's I just. Ugh. It's yeah. like he's taking notes from every shitty guy who's been on Degrassi thus far. Like he was very. Uh, what was this? Paige's rapist's name again, that awful Dean. man. Dean. Yeah, he was a mix between Dean and Caitlyn's fiance. That's who, <laughs> oh, God. That's who Peter is at heart right now. Oh, he's that's really, so that's terrible. That's a good assessment, right? actually. That's, like, pretty spot on. Yeah, he's uh, rapey Joe Hollywood. Yeah, yeah seriously. Oh, God, he sucks. And then Manny is like, no, I don't need to go home. Like, come with me, because she's drunk, and she wants attention, which we all understand. Yep. And she, like, pulls him into a bathroom, and she's like, did you never know anyone who got plastic surgery before? Or, like, a boob job before? She's very specific to say boob job. Yeah. yeah. And Peter's like, what? I don't think you need a boob like, job. Because, like, you don't want to advertise that you're getting lipo. Like, that's not sexy. Oh, no. <laughs> that's true. We got to draw the line somewhere. She wants to and... show her committed actress she is. <laughs> And then Peter's like, I think your boobs are fine. And, and we all agree. And what he says is, the thing that any guy would say in the situation, she says, my boobs are great. He said they weren't good. No, like, you don't have a choice. It's a creepy, skeevy thing to say. But he said, I would think you need a second opinion. Which he, uh, had, no he had no choice. If any guy's sitting there, he's going to say the same thing. You just, sometimes you just have to be creepy. And that's what <laughs> Like, what else is he going to say? He's got to do the second opinion card. It's I, like, it, it's, second it's opinion. such like, <laughs> it's just such like an expected yeah. line and it's still gross. And it's like, and he just like gets this like leering like face and he's like swooping in and I'm just, and she's like, let's make a movie. And I'm like, good. No. It means he's not going to kiss you. Like, that's yeah, fine. Exactly. I guess there's that. Um, and then he's Don't like, "Don't put his gross hands on her body." Yeah. Ever. And then Manny's like, "Let's make a movie." And Peter's like, "Oh, a hundred percent, yes." Oh, and Lord. so he just opens up his camera, and then it's the famous like Manny's like, "I'm going to be an actress, an Academy Award-winning actress." Like and you, Academy Award-winning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Sean has it memorized, oh, and yeah. you can show this to all whatever, and you can sell this for a million dollars because I'm gonna be famous. <laughs> Fantastic. And on the word <laughs> famous, she drops her shirt and exposes herself. It's and oh, I'm just like, oh, no, I oh, hate girl. it. And Peter is just like creepily eating this bin. all up. He's loving every minute of Ugh, it. And I want that. to punch him. Hate him. Hate and that's him. the end of part one. And the camera just pans on her and doesn't freeze. It takes too long for it to freeze. And she's just kind of like <laughs> popping around with her top down. And I always wonder what happened directly after this. Because you don't just flash somebody like, okay, great film. And take <laughs> Done. <it."> yeah, like, <laughs> I, I want to know the like, thing Peter said after this. Or she said, it was probably like, I've got to go. And she ran yeah, out of Yeah, I'm her. wondering, like, I know. I'm wondering what happened after I liked, this. I like to think that she threw up. Yeah. yeah, maybe she threw up and he was like, oh, I'm not dealing with this. And he, like, fucking peaced out of the bathroom. And she was like, oh, I guess it's time for me to leave now. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. That sounds that sounds That's, legitimate. All right, it's a f- legitimized right here, right now. It's Degrassi. It's canon. Time. All right, beautiful. <laughs> canon. Um, because then it means that they did not touch each other ever, and I'm on board for that. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Um. So then the next episode starts with Manny falling through Emma's basement window. My favorite. Like, 
great physical acting and she falls into like the lawn like a laundry sink or something and and this is when we see drunk Manny and she's fucking great. She's hilarious. The way she also, says, let me tell you, very charming. <laughs> I like, I like oh man. She's like, my stomach is a pretzel. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> um, we've all been there, Manny. Um, and I like that Emma's like, she, it's so Canadian because Emma hears someone breaking into her home and her first reaction is, excuse me, I think you're breaking into the wrong home. <laughs> <laughs> everything's just so safe and polite there it's, it's really as like a person who's like had someone try to break into their home oh god oh yeah um and when i my ex and i were um like house sitting for my parents because they were out of town for the weekend and we were like sleeping on the couch like downstairs and my mom's like downstairs was like all glass and there was like someone rattling the doors like trying to break in and we ended up like it, it's a much longer story it's a really good story i'll tell you guys some other time <laughs> um good. but it's a great story uh it, it spoiler it ended up being someone that i went to high school with um that yeah. i don't talk to um anyway but the thing we ended up calling the cops and what happened was that this guy was so fucked up that he <laughs> that he literally broke into he or tried to break into my house because he was like so fucked up that he literally thought it was his house holy like, shit yeah he just like truly did not know where he was and like i my parents um at the time lived like backed up to some woods that basically connected to like all these other houses yeah. and everything looks kind of the same and you don't really know where you are and it's you're high and it's like five o'clock in the morning and God. so he like tried to break into my house thinking it was his house which is what emma is accusing this stranger of but i'm like <laughs> that was not my go-to my go-to was get the fuck out of my house or i'm gonna call the cops right. which i did because oh i gosh. will follow through on a threat yeah, yeah. Canada's different, man. <laughs> it's a different world. <laughs> Canada's no New Jersey. But yeah, it ended up being a guy I went to high school with. So shouts out to Jake. <laughs> not going to say your last name. <laughs> you don't listen to this. It's fine. <laughs> hope you're doing better now. Yeah, Seriously. I hope, you, I hope you straighten all those personal issues out, buddy. It'll be okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So Manny stumbles in and stays over. And then the next morning... She's like, Mr. Simpson is like, I made all these things. Like, do you want some breakfast? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I love that he's not even phased that Manny is there. He's completely I'm there and clearly hungover. It's not like she's hiding it. That is a hungover kid right there. <laughs> and like Emma straight up says cold cereal is her friend right now. Yeah. Which like, I don't, maybe it's just me, but like that's the opposite of what as, I want when I'm hungover. I don't want anything with milk in it when I'm hungover. <laughs> yeah, fair. I want grease. And yeah. I want grease, I want coffee, and I want sleep. And that's just yeah. about it. Holland yeah. stayed over after my Christmas party last weekend because we had to record the day after. And we just had, like, the most amazing, like, feast of a like, breakfast. Just give me all, like, the kinds of potatoes that you can make. All the meat and Nine. the eggs and the potatoes. And I'm cheese. here for it. Any kind of cheese melted specifically. Yeah. 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 Maybe throw it on a bagel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Anyway. So... She's hungover, and that's what's happening. And then the next scene, I believe this is when Manny confronts Peter, and she's like, hey, so are you as hungover as I am? And he's like, no, I didn't drink last night, which, which makes is, it oh. worse. Yes. And then she's like, oh, okay, well, whatever. And then he's like, he mentions, like, the movie they made or something, and Manny's like, wait, but if you were sober, why didn't you stop me? And we are all like screaming the same thing at the screen. 
And then Peter starts saying like, okay, so like, when are we going to go out? You're going to go out with me, right? Right. And Manny's like, no, I don't want to go out with you. Emma likes you. I can't do that. And he basically just starts blackmailing her to go out with him. Uh, and because if she doesn't, he's going to like release the video to the world because he's a creep. Yeah. And I believe there's a, a $3,000. It's either she goes out with him or it's a $3,000 blackmail situation, which is right. harsh. It's a lot. Crazy. It's it's really, it's it's just so much. Somebody and could get like a boob job deposit for that much. That's insane it's amount true. of money. It is true. It's, yeah, it's it's just so much. It's really bad. Um. And I and I just like I just wrote. Of course he was fucking sober. Um, and he's like, I'll get rid of it. No, because he he doesn't even blackmail her yet. Oh yeah, that's not in, in the yet. first scene. He's like he's like, I'll get rid of it. I promise. Right. And I'm like, okay, liar. Right. Um, they never do. They never, they never do. Never get rid of those. They um, never do. And then we're in the cafeteria, and subtly Ellie is like talking to Marco and like drumming with like chopsticks or something. And we're like, Oh, I wonder where this is going to go. And, but she and Craig are like still fighting and they're still not talking to each other. And Mark, I think she just talks to Marco about it and he's like, this is stupid. And she's like, whatever, he's stupid. And that's, and Marco's like, you should join our band and make up. And she's like, she's like, I, barely drum she's like i just started again i haven't really played the drum since i was like 10 and he was like so you're already an improvement over spinner which is like (laughs) super true yeah Yeah, and she's like but no because craig is stupid and then the next scene manny and emma are in the library and emma's like freaking out she's like you told him that i liked him oh my god blah 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 she's like so now not only do i have to get tongue tied around him i'm also gonna vomit on his shoes which made me laugh (laughs) oh the anxiety he deserves a little vomit on his shoes he deserves a lot of vomit on his face i'm just i hate his life i hate he's a creep he's probably into that Oh. He's a sexual predator. He's a deviant. That is a fact of life. <laughs> oh, he's so gross. He definitely likes weird stuff. Oh yeah, but hey. But like, it's not like what you'd think. Like, he definitely like the other way around. Like, he definitely likes to be tied up and like stepped on or something. That's yeah. <laughs> oh, I could definitely see that. Right. Yeah. Oh, I could. I, see, I could him. see him being into the sodomy thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's <laughs> a crass judgment. But, um, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You heard it here first. Peter would get pegged. <laughs> Again, canon. It's official. <laughs> right? I'm just saying. I just, oh, you know. Oh, boy. He definitely would be the sub. Anyway. Anyway. So then, and then Manny, this is when Manny's like, no, it's fine. I told him you were lovely. <laughs> and Emma's like, really? And we're all just like, that means nothing. That's, that's helping? Okay. Sure. Why not? Above, like, great personality as far <laughs> as, like, romantic compliments setting people up go. Oh, boy. Yeah, seriously. Um, And then... And then Manny's mom comes to the school and interrupts this conversation. And she's like, your dad is still mad. Like you, if you could, if you want to come home, you have to tell us that you're like giving up acting. I like how like her dad is like harping on the fact that she wants to act. Like, I feel like that's a weird like place to dig your heels. I think it's where he thinks that all of like her physical changes are coming from. I I guess so. It's like where all of her other personality quirks that she, he finds unsavory probably stem from her like interest in acting and the big lights and the sin of the acting world oh boy (laughs) um 
And then, well, when her mom shows up, I'm, like, immediately distracted by, like, like from the, um, like, the seriousness of the situation by the fact that there's a screen behind her that just has, like, a picture of Miss <laughs> H's face and just says, hey, Degrassi. <laughs> and then it, like, spins out. <laughs> like, what's happening? It's like something you'd see in a communist country of, like, the leader. <laughs> like, like, a large picture on the wall. Like, we're looking for you. Like, don't worry. Like, pictures of, like, on the wall. <laughs> Degrassi's been making some technological upgrades to the way they convey information to their student body. Yeah. But um Emma is hovering in the background of this conversation and then um Mrs. Santos is like, Maybe you can stay with Emma and Emma's like, Yeah, that should be fine and we're like, Oh, Emma's a good friend. Yay. And then Manny freaks out. And she's already, like, on edge about so many things. And then she goes into the boys' locker room to try to find the tape that Peter has. Because she's like, I know he's not fucking deleting that thing. And she's just, like, really paranoid about it because she should be. And then he comes in and he catches her. And he's like, so what are you doing? And he says, looking for this. And I'm like, why does he always have that video camera? He was just in gym class. Yeah, that doesn't he's, make any he's sense. He's prepared filmographer. He's like Werner Herzog of the <laughs> <laughs> Girls Gone Wild circuit. Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> he's a committed documentarian and he's always prepared. And then Manny's like eventually is just like, I'm not going to go out with you. You're a freak. Like I, she's like, give me the tape. I don't want to do this. Like stop it. And then Peter like, t- like turns and is like, Oh, you're going to call me a freak. Are you? Well, the price just went up. You need to buy me a new camera. And she's like, I don't have that kind of money. And then he says something so creepy. He's like, Oh really? Plastic surgery ain't covered by healthcare, honey. And I'm like, ew, I hate you. <laughs> Don't call her honey. Also, don't... Although it is her favorite movie. (laughs) It is her favorite movie. That's true. We did learn that once. Um... It's it's just it's rough. It's just rough. And and the thing is like he deserves every harsh word, but also like maybe don't lash out at your blackmailer. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, not great. Don't poke the bear. Then he calls her an attention whore, which is like the fourth terrible thing somebody says to Manny, and she's desperate. Which okay, she is fair, but hey, give her a break. But it's him we all have our foibles. It's him lashing out at her for rejecting him and being a monster about it. Because he's a monster. He's terrible. Yeah. And so we we, he leaves her with, You're buying me a three thousand dollar camera or I'm releasing this to the school and she's like, Fuck everything. Um, but before we see how she tries to deal with it, Ellie then decides to eat lunch with Paige and Hazel. Nope, you're missing um, actually, before this whole locker room scene, uh, we're back with Queen Kwan, which is always a delight and a joy. And Ellie oh, right. is sitting behind Craig, and they're, like, just sniping back and forth, and they both get some good lines in there. And that's really it. But they basically, she's like, she's like, you're if you're going to, like, talk to anyone like this, you should just fly to England and, like, yell at Ashley, which is an excellent point. Yeah. True. But right. And- be careful what you say about, like, doing dramatic things on a dime around Craig, because he will do it. He, he will fly to Ashley with a one-way ticket to England and never <laughs> come back also. We've learned that Craig is really susceptible to any suggestions. Yes. Oh, Craig. And so then we're in the cafeteria, and Ellie like is like, I'm going to eat with Paige and Hazel and try to convince them to start Hell Hath No Fury again, because despite Craig, I guess, I'm like, I what know. is your plan, Ellie? I don't understand you. 
Paige has a great line, though. She sits down at the table, Ellie, and she says, Hell hath no fury. <laughs> Paige goes, I said you could sit with us, not recite, uh, what was it, dark girl cliches, which is right. pretty funny. <laughs> like, and Paige it. is, like, freaking out about not having enough extracurriculars for college. And Ellie's like, we should do the band. Like, you need to have something creative on your CV. And Paige is like, hey, that was a helpful suggestion. And Ellie. And then she calls her a friend person, which I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so that happens. And then we see Manny, like, she goes to the plastic surgeon office and is like, hey, I need a refund. My parents won't let me do it. And he's like, yeah, I already refunded your credit card. Like, go away. And she's like, no, I need cash. And he's like, that's not the way this works. And. Because that's not, the, not way that the way that works. money works. Also, like, nothing makes you seem like more of, like, a drug addict than going in and being like, but I need cash. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the cash, doc. I gotta have it. And he's like, I can call security. And then she leaves. And Also, all right. So, I, I mean, I don't think that you should give in to blackmailers, but... Also, Manny, like, just go to a fucking bank. Because she's like, my parents have my bank card and my credit card. I'm like, you can just go to a bank because you are the person on your card. I have lost at least 24 debit cards and credit cards in my life. And you just go to the bank. You show me your ID. They'll give you but a new she's, one. She's also a minor, though. That, it doesn't true. matter. If you don't Does have, it matter? I think it matters. I think if you go physically into the bank, you need, like, your parent to be there to take out money. I don't think I ever – because I, like, I had, like, jobs and stuff before I was 18, and I could always deposit yeah. checks and, like, take money out. I, I never needed true. anyone I mean, with me. That's true. There might be more regulations with Canadian banking, though, as – Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but whatever. She's getting desperate, and – um, so then the next day at school, she comes up to Peter, who's sitting outside, and she's like, I don't have your money, so I guess I'll just go out with you. She's like, so tempting of an nice offer. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you called me a freak. I, that ship has sailed, so I guess he, like, whips out his fucking Palm Pilot. So 2005. Because, of course, he has a Palm Pilot. And... They, like, get into a fight, and she's like, you took advantage of me, like, blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, start, he just, I don't remember what he says to her, but he's probably being awful and calling her, like, a slut. And he's being a fucking weasel because he's a little fucking weasel. And then he's like, see, this this pilot that my my dad got me is really great because I can just post it right here (laughs) and right now. And he posts the video. And Manny walks into school. No, she throws a tray at him first, which is great. Oh, that's true. That's true. She throws food on him. And then she walks into the school and she sees that weird man with the dreadlocks. Of course, yes. (laughs) And then she sees JT and Toby like watching a video on a laptop and she like freaks out. But it's JT and Toby. So they're watching a video of a monkey like smell his own butt or something. A monkey smelling its own butt is like the de facto golden standard of internet humor in the early 2000s. (laughs) (laughs) Every video online involved a monkey smelling its butt just about. Or the penguin falling through the ice. It was either I one. love that one. That <laughs> one's cute. That is a good one. It's a good one. So there's like a little fake out, but then we're in the computer lab and people start receiving the email and Jimmy opens up the email and Jimmy and Craig are there and they're like, what's going on? And the video just keeps like playing and playing as people open it. And then Jimmy is gross and is like, Manus Santos, my how you have grown in like a oh, weird voice. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> weirdest accent he throws on I'm like you know Craig is adorable he looks and, and then, he, then he like peeks after watching it which is but nice. Craig is like it's not funny I'm like at least Craig is slightly appalled by the situation yeah, yeah. 
Like, but he's, he's also gonna... a man. But he's also he's like appalled. But he like peeks through his fingers because he wants to see yeah. boobs because he's a boy. Yeah, exactly. You can't, <laughs> can't fault him for that. It's on his screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he didn't go out of his way. <laughs> it just it just came to him. Yeah, he was an unwilling pers- participant in this entire scandal. Exactly. Oh, um, but Manny. then we're in the gym and we're also at- like I just I expected better of Jimmy. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Still a boy. I yeah. mean, <laughs> this happened in my school, not with like a video of one girl, but there was an entire folder of about like years of like these guys just compiled all these naked pictures. Oh my god, it happened at my school too. Oh, we had everywhere like everybody oh. had it oh like, it yeah, happened felt terrible for too. these girls but like of course i had it on my computer you know oh, <laughs> oh my god. god okay so i never had it on my computer but it went around my entire school to the point where the cops came to our school had a talk with us and and were like this is technically child pornography if we find that you're distributing this we can like bring you up on charges oh my god he's like some of these girls are like 14 because it is it's child pornography oh, yeah. but when you're also like 14 15 16 17 you don't think of it that way you're just like lol my peers but he's like no adult men can find this and then they have child pornography that just bums me out yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) but no yeah this has happened in i feel like i feel like almost every i'm sure this happens at every single school school, ever even Um, more so now i'm sure oh oh, god snapchat hello um (laughs) and then so then we're in the gym at spirit squad practice and um like some like girls led by what was her name Chantal is that her name Chante I think it's Chante and she's like leading in a gaggle of girls and they're all just like laughing and Paige is like what is going on and she's like oh we saw your home movie Mandy and then they all like lift up their shirts like they don't show anything but they make the action and it's it's rough but also like Shantae was one of the girls who, like, dropped Paige at the last episode, like, for the sake of Manny. So I'm like, where the fuck are your loyalties, bitch? Right. And then Paige is like, wait, you did that? Okay, you're fired from Spirit Squad. I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Like, what? Ladies, let's stick together. Like, the whole time, this whole entire scandal, everyone is like... Um, it's it's total like rape culture and like slut shaming and everyone's like, oh, Manny, you did this thing. You're awful. You're a slut. I can't believe you did this. And nobody is looking at Peter like you're a creep for it, t- distributing this video. Exactly. And also, like, let's be real. It's a high school cheerleading team. If you want to find like the most upstanding moral girls who are, you know, not sexual anyway, that's not where you look. No. Like, who are they to be the morality police? They've all Seriously. Been a- They've all they've all strayed, I'm sure, in their day. They just oh, yeah. didn't get sent around the school. Exactly. Also, I mean, to be fair, I think if it wasn't Manny, Paige wouldn't have cared and would have been That's like, true. Are you okay? Paige has wanted to get rid of Manny for like the past season and a half. Yeah. It was probably That's very true. that. It That's was very just an true. excuse. Good thinking. Thank <laughs> you. I'm I, I try. I'm that still I'm right. still mad at everybody for turning against I want to think though. better of Paige. Me too. But we can't always do that with Paige. No, we try our best. <laughs> and then Emma comes up. T- I'm I'm mostly disappointed in Emma, who like saw how Manny was at that party and 
like knew she was in a bad place and she's like i can't believe you did this like i knew who was videotaping you on that camera and it's like emma if you know who videotaped her you should know that he also like showed it around the school you should be concerned about your friend and not being like i can't believe you did this like i mean i guess she probably I get why she's mad, but I'm also And then like, she also says, I hate you, which, God, man, you didn't need that from her best friend right now. No, she really <laughs> didn't. She needs the support. But the thing with Emma in this situation is, like, I totally, but as, like, someone who's been a 17 or 16-year-old girl and has, like, been, like, jealous of a friend that, like, a boy that you like likes your friend, yeah. it's really hard not to be, like. It's hard to separate that. It's also your fault. Like, I'm mad at you. Like, just because you're, like, kind of hurt that this other boy likes your friend like i get it yeah yeah no I've, that totally I've seen it happened yeah <laughs> and she comes around she oh. does she finally is like oh wait no peter's gross um but right now she's mad because manny was naked around a boy that she liked and not cool i mean only a little naked yeah, yeah. Naked um, enough. but then i think after this, is it is this when Manny goes home and, like, tries to get no. back home? Um, Ellie is in class, and Paige and Hazel walk by, and she's like, so when's band practice? And they're like, no, we're not doing that. And she's like, womp, womp. And we're like, well, of course they're not doing that. And that's, like, the end of the entire scene. Right. And then yeah. we're at Ma- – Manny goes back home to her parents and, like, kind of tries to make things work, but then doesn't make things work. Mm-hmm. They're like – like she won't give up being an actress so she's not going to come back home and she like officially gets kicked out of her apartment like she goes there because she knows she got in a fight with emma and she can't stay there anymore yeah um and it's very sad but she stands up to her dad and she's like i'm not gonna not be an actress and he's like well and get then the he, fuck out of my but house. then he like walks around her and like talks to her mom he's like you tell her you tell her that she's not welcome here anymore i'm like she's right fucking bad yeah like he's so scary i hate him like, he comes around later in the show but he just scares the living hell out of me that man he's a scary dude scary and dude. and i mean just uh and I feel- a gentleman he's terrifying <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> He's probably been through some shit well, yeah. <laughs> to get to that country or something. I mean, sometimes the the smaller men are the scariest because, like, my dad's like kind of a smaller dude, and he is like a truly terrifying human being. <laughs> I'm like, you've been through wars. I shouldn't fuck with you. Um, yeah, he's like small, but like angry, and it's a Napoleon thing. Maybe I don't know. Probably. Um, but I also I really feel for Manny's mom in this moment because like she's helped Manny through so many things and like she doesn't want her daughter to leave but she also like doesn't like she also disagrees with like what she's doing but like I think that if it if her dad was like more on Manny's team she would be like yes stay and like we'll work out whatever is going on like she went with her to get the abortion like Manny's mom is like Manny's a lovely mom like person. knew not to tell her dad about that whole entire abortion situation. Yeah, because yeah. she's like just exhausted from having to deal with those two going at it all the time. Oh, like, seriously, sure. she's yeah. a saint. She tries. Um, yeah, but then she still is like, yeah, you're you're all, yeah, you're yeah. getting kicked out. <laughs> That's true. She still ultimately kick the girl out of their house. That's true. Um, it's rough. I mean, but it's also like, I think it's like a. Especially, like, in that kind of culture, it's, like, a very patriarchal society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also, I think, probably kind of agrees with her husband as well. Which is a bummer. Which is, yeah. Um, but then we are in Craig's garage, and I guess he got a new guitar. 
the because the one he skinny stole his older uh, his other one. Yeah. Uh, shouts out to skinny. Skinny, still love you. <laughs> um, but then um, so Ellie comes in to and she apologizes to Craig and he's like, oh, okay, is that it? And she's like, um, excuse me. And then he turns around and he apologizes to her. And then they make up and she's like, I heard you need a drummer. And then she drums and I'm like, she so does not know how to drum in real life. <laughs> right? That was totally think, like a sound that was dropped in over her, no, like absolutely. flailing over a drum no, set. I don't think so. Cause she said, like I, I used to drum. It looked like she was actually doing because the one hand was like I mean I bet she, she did like the first like, weirdly left I bet she did like, the first part, but then it cut away when Craig was like, Oh my god, when it got like complicated. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know. I feel like I want to research this, but no, like it, it looked genuine. Like it wasn't like a like a typical drum roll noise it was like a specific fill yeah and it looked like that's what she was actually doing like i don't think that they timed it that perfectly i think that maybe stacy farber like can play one drum fill it's also like not hard to learn one drum fill yeah. like it's true it takes like 30 minutes if you're bad like you'll be fine so Craig. Ellie's in the band. Oh wait, what did you want to say? Oh, yeah. Craig, alternatively, when she walks in at first, he does the thing that every single guitarist on earth does when you try to have a conversation with them, which is just look the other way and continue to play guitar. Because <laughs> <laughs> like they're complete and like completely ignoring you and pretending you don't exist. Not a guitarist on earth doesn't do that to get out of conversation. Oh boy, it's true. It's a that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, it's the go-to move. Oh boy! Don't but, date a musician, guys. Yeah, but they're in a band together now, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, you can stay." And I guess that's like the end of them, right? And they then like we just up. go and kiss, and they don't. But yeah, yeah. maybe one day they're like, "And it's really beginning." Yay. <laughs> um, and then Manny comes, goes over to Emma's house, and she like has a bag of Emma's things. And, oh, I forgot to mention this shirt. Emma's, like, weird, like, brown ombre, like, sweater thing she's wearing. (laughs) It's not good. Um, But she has a bag of Emma's things, and she's like, this is all your stuff that I found, but I might have lost some other things. And Emma's still, like, really mad at her. And Manny's like, I got kicked out. I know I screwed up. Like, blah, blah, blah. If only I were, like, blonde and pretty and perfect like you. And Emma's like, Manny, you know that's not what this is about. Yeah, and shuts like, her down. And man, Emma softens, but they still continue to be like, you screwed up, Manny. And I'm like, this is like, like, this is Peter's fault. <laughs> this is yeah. Peter's fault. She really did nothing wrong except for put her trust in the wrong man. Yeah, she put her trust. She was made a bad drunk decision with like the exact wrong person to make yeah. that decision around um yeah it was not great but they make up and then they go to school together and emma is like holding manny's hand the whole time she's like helping her go to school and then at the very end of the episode this is when we find out that peter is mrs hotzalakos son which is probably why he doesn't get in as much trouble as he should that's what i'm hoping that's the big reveal yeah they're like did you know he was his son her son he didn't tell me oh my god (laughs) And the episode kind of just ends there with like Manny and Emma being friends and they're making it through the day. And that's and they happened. Exactly. As and long they, as it's end of the day, Manny and Emma are still friends. Exactly. Right? And they agree to no more secrets. Yes. Exactly. Right. Emma's like, we need to set ground rules. 
and like no more secrets we have to tell each other we have to be honest and i'm like i love them so much (laughs) i love their friendship and i love peter getting in trouble and miss h just like gives manny a look that i couldn't really read but i was like fine whatever moving on oh boy but you guys that is fucking the season start. five premiere episode. Start with a bang. Seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sean, we forgot to ask you. So can you like give us a bit of your like Degrassi history? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> see, see, all right. I, got, I started watching Degrassi when I was maybe 22, 23. I was in that situation when I was fresh out of, high, uh, fresh out of college. And in that point in my life, an important part in anybody's development where they spend all their time in their bedroom at their mother's house in a smoke-filled room watching TV 90% of the time. <laughs> like, so I'd be up all night or falling asleep and waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning, and Degrassi would be on. And I had no idea what this show was up, was for about a week and a half. I'd wake up and be like, oh, cool, the show with all the teenagers who yell and cry is on. Like, and I'd watch <laughs> it and I'd fall back asleep. And about like, two weeks into doing this every other day or so, I'm, I realized that, like, oh, this is what Degrassi is. And then they had a marathon, like saying every, doing like every episode in a row. So I was like, okay, canceling all my plans. And I lived this double life because I didn't tell anybody for years I was watching this show. <laughs> and every, every Friday, I'd be like, hey, man, you coming to the bar? And I'd be like, nah, I, I can't. Uh, I, I really got to stay around the house tonight, guys. And I would be uh, clinicking and binging Degrassi for, oh my God. for a very long time. And I just fell in love with it. I couldn't help myself. And it was my favorite guilty pleasure and continues to be this day. That's amazing. This is my favorite Degrassi origin story. I don't think I came out of the Degrassi closet until like we were doing a podcast about our guilty pleasures on my podcast. I was like, guys, let me give it straight to you. Did you ever watch Degrassi? It might be my favorite show. <laughs> it's like... I put it right up there with like it was like South Park, Seinfeld, and Degrassi. Yeah, <laughs> this is my favorite. Thing. I need to listen to your guilty pleasure episode now it's and hear you talk my, about Degrassi. It's one of my favorites that we did. That's amazing. We're gonna have to do That's that. That's a good topic of discussion, just in general. <laughs> it's a good one. And then I didn't watch it for years, and I found I was at work, and I spent a lot of my time in abandoned houses at work, and I found a box set of season two. Oh my God. So like, I'm going to watch this. And the day I started watching that was about like the week you guys started your podcast. You had two episodes. I was like, perfect. It's all coming together right now. Yay. Amazing. And now it's all on YouTube for everybody to binge watch to their heart's desire. You don't have to sneak around foreclosed houses from 2002 to find her to cross (laughs) That's like I did. Sean sent me Snapchats of him listening to our podcast out loud while like going through scary houses. <laughs> of a foreclosed home with no lights on, like surrounded in a moldy basement. But you guys get me through. <laughs> oh my god, so glad. Um, that's amazing. So we have a YouTube comment to read, and then we'll go through who our Spirit Squad captain is and stuff. But we found a really funny one that made me super happy because, of course, it's about Manny's hair. <laughs> It's from probably procrastinating four months ago and just says, Manny has the same wig as my abuela, lol. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, yes, you nailed it. (laughs) Okay, so Sean, who's your spirit squad captain for this episode? I'm going Emma. Because, like, all right, she got pissy. She got angry. But 
you know, Manny did kind of wrong her. And in the end of the day, she still said, stay at my place. She went with her to the plastic surgeon, tried to talk her out of making that bad decision. And she was there with her for every step. She got bitchy here and there, but they're teenage girls. They fight with each other. It's what they do. In the end of the day, Manny was there. I mean, Emma was there for Manny. And I appreciate that. But totally. She doesn't take That's her shit. When she tries to like blonde shame her, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Point, and I like that. Then second, um, maybe Ellie for just trying to give Craig a good birthday, but not right? going at all. That actually, Ellie is gonna be mine. Um, because yeah, she she supports Craig all summer, and she does develop a crush on him, and I'm sure that's like a part of it. But she supports Craig all summer. She puts up with Ashley's bullshit, who apparently like emails her sporadically now. <laughs> she didn't throw up on site when seeing that photo of Ashley and Alistair. Um, she, you know, and and she like made and she like was the first. She like kind of was the first one to like surrender at the end of um. Their like fight. their fight she was like let's make up even though you're being a dick for almost no reason yes i'm on board for both of yours and i'm just gonna do like a maybe little baby spirit squad captain of marco who just was like who only pops in to just tell it like it is every so I was often that too. Yeah. <laughs> and i'm gonna give him like an honorable mention for spirit squad captain that's deserved um and manny too just because she like fucking made it through everything that happened definitely with the help of emma but like yeah yeah she didn't someone like, needs to say something nice about her it up. might as well be us right oh. and also she didn't back down from her dad at the end she stuck to her guns she's like this is the only thing that makes me happy so very true I... exactly good on you manny right ship of the episode i Ellie know craig Ellie and craig Ellie and craig Ellie and craig Ellie and craig i'm here i'm here for it i'm ready i'm so excited i'm gonna friendship um Emma and Manny because I love them. Cute. Yeah. Sean. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, I'm down with both of those. Those sound good. <laughs> All right. Ellie and Marco for their little moment of honesty. Like, hey, you like the kid? Like that was nice. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, they're good friends. Um, Sean, do you have a moral set up for this episode? I, I, I do. I do. Um, <laughs> gentlemen, men of the world, when a girl gives you documented imagery of her naked. That is a covenant, and you need to keep it to yourself. Put it on a flash drive. You don't have to delete it. Just don't show anybody, because the more people you show, the more likely, the less likely it is girls will send you naked pictures in the future, or any guy for that matter. So keep it to yourself. Have it forever. It's a little keepsake. It's like, you know, the note that your girlfriend wrote you in eighth grade that you still keep in your cupboard. Keep it like one of those, but you don't need to share it. Keep it to yourself. It's more enjoyable being the only one who sees it anyway. <laughs> that's my it's like a little them. secret. Yeah, that's it's it's yours to cherish. And why would you want everybody else to get to see the girl naked too? Keep it to yourself. This is my favorite moral. I love it. I love it. And girls, don't just take off your top for anybody. <laughs> not just anyone. Get to know him a little bit first, you know? Make sure that he's not going to blackmail you out of it. Yeah. If he shows up with a video camera... Chances are he's up to no good. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. He's already looking to document. He's trouble. Yeah. Don't take advantage of drunk girls. That's, yeah. I'm going to throw that out there, too. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Just blanket statement. Like, please don't. Episode, there's more than one way to be a babe, so don't try to be another kind of babe. Just be the kind of babe that you are, babe. And that's what I have to say to Manny. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Well, you be any kind of babe, but the babe that you are. <laughs> I Damn love right. that. I love it. 
Oh man, this is why we have Sean on for these kind of morals. Yes. <laughs> Glad to help, girls. <laughs> um, we have a couple of grapevine entries. Yeah. Oh, actually, Sean, we wanted to float something by you. Oh. Um, so you know how we do like fan fictions when people get like send us reviews. Would you be open to making one up for one of our reviewers or no? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give it my best. I feel bad for the reviewer in question, but I will give it my best. Okay, perfect. Good. Because um, they want Ellie and we've already done Ellie. So okay. I don't want to have to think up another Ellie one. All right. All right. <laughs> That's the, we really just don't want to do the work. That's the real Fair thing enough. here. Um, but we have. So while you think about that, we're going to read some other ones. All right. Is this a. Dude or a chick who wants to be with Ellie? I don't here. think we know. Do let we me know? let me look at the review again one more time. I took a screenshot of it. Um, it just it's oh yeah, it's a girl. It's Gabby S. Okay, okay. And right. for fanfic purchases, I'm pretty much in love with Ellie. So okay. that okay. wasn't her entire review, just for the record. <laughs> but we're not going to be like this person said this really nice thing about us because that's like obnoxious, super obnoxious. <laughs> um. But we also wanted to just give a shout out to to Degrassi Dude sixty nine, aka um, <laughs> at Dag with Mark, who got a Degrassi tattoo. We've retweeted it. It's so funny. It's amazing. It's a, fucking... it's a panther, and then underneath it says "Whatever it takes," which is like, holy shit! You're my favorite human, <laughs> and and. He sent it to us and just said, this one's for James Tiberius York. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might be in love with you. It's amazing. It's so good. And it makes me happy that people love Degrassi that much that they will get it tattooed on their bodies. <laughs> it delights me. Um, but, Sean, are you ready for the fan ticket? We're hungry. Here, we, can, we can pause and if you need some more time. All right, so Ellie is lost. She's looking for a band to fit in. She wants to play. Hell Hath No Fury isn't working out. Let's say this thing with Craig isn't happening. She's alone, drumming with her chopsticks in the auditorium, <laughs> looking glum. Across across the halls, another girl, and that's you. She's playing the keyboards. And, and somehow it just syncs up. It just works together. So you say, hey, you know, let's jam for a little bit. And you guys end up doing this, like, cool kind of, you know, just keyboards and drums. Kind of like Matt and Kim, you kind of sound like. And you guys are good in your own little, like, unique indie way. And, you know, you, you develop this relationship. You grow artistically and emotionally depending on each other. And you take on the world. You And you're just both big indie musicians with your keyboards and drums. And everybody loves it. And it's adorable. And th that's what I have to say. How's that work? <laughs> I That's love amazing. it. Also, I haven't listened to Matt and Kim in forever. I kind of Me forgot about them. Me neither, but they're pretty good. They are pretty good. No, they're they they good. they wrote a lot of their music about like this one specific stop off of the L train. Things yeah. like Brand Street. I actually saw them live before like any before they were anybody. I saw them open for like really old punk guys like the circle jerks and uh, <laughs> yeah and it was the weirdest show ever and i was like this is just these people are pretty damn good they're almost as they're better than the circle jerks and it's like, <laughs> a little asian chicken of like guy on keyboards and it was great Amazing. I, yeah i really I also, like Matt and Kim. i also yeah. like how like us your fan fiction just automatically goes to being about being in a band or yeah, something yeah. music related just works for me <laughs> a lot of ours are that way as well because we have a type um but gabby s i hope you enjoyed that as much as i did because it was great <laughs> it was so fun and thank you for reviewing 
Um, and you guys, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes and get your own fan fiction, that that's the thing you should do. I mean, you can rate us whatever you want, but we like five stars because it's polite. Um, <laughs> and then like say say a thing. It can be a mean thing or a nice thing, but it's it's better when it's a nice thing because then we don't get our feelings hurt. And I'll be writing it, mine in very soon. I'm very um, I'm ready for it. You should. Excited. I think I'm gonna go the Darcy route just because like d- damaged. Damaged evangelical Christian girls were like kind of my bread and butter growing up. <laughs> <laughs> it would work out between us. My friend Frankie's obsessed with I love Darcy. <laughs> Shouts out to Frankie. Um, Darcy. But yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you guys have a request for like who you want to be shipped with, just like mention it. Also, if you have left us a review, but you are not from America, we can't see those reviews. So tweet those like screenshots of those at us and we can you can get your own review, too. Um, but otherwise, you can find us on Twitter at Degrassi Pod. Uh, we're also on Tumblr at whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. Or you can email us, as Sean has done several times, at whatever it takes podcast.gmail.com. Um, and we're on SoundCloud. You can leave us comments there or message us. And like we said, we're on iTunes. And if you want to leave us a review, that would be great. And you can follow me on Instagram. Oh, well, let's let Sean plug his podcast and also his self. I was going to get it out of the way. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, anyway, you can find our podcast just about anywhere that podcasts are found. It's the Hottest Growing Class podcast. Um, social media-wise, you can find us on Instagram at Hottest Growing Class. Alternatively, on Twitter at HGIC Podcast or email class at gmail.com. Me personally, my Instagram is Sean P. Quigley. Simple enough. If you like a lot of pictures and videos of men in their late 20s still trying to ride skateboards like they're 16. (laughs) (laughs) And you have a cute dog. Very cute dog. That I do. (laughs) Like like just a tiny puff of a dog. (laughs) Smallest puff of dog. So if you like Pomeranians and skateboards, I'm your your guy to follow. (laughs) That's all you need. And um, what are you enjoying lately that you want to suggest to the good people? I was going to suggest, actually, the newest run of the classic comic, Archie. They have repackaged, re-imaged, and put it out in a different format. It's all the classic characters, like your Veronica's Veronica, Jughead's Jughead. But they put it in a format that follows a single continuity and is far more Degrassi-esque. Like, it is, like breakups and scandal in the Archie universe and it's been fucking awesome it is Archie reborn almost and you gotta check it out the art's great in it they're all like sexy guys and sexy chicks in it (laughs) they're all cool and it rocks I love it I think actually um a guy that I went to college with that was like my RA for a while um we're like friends on Facebook but I think he draws for that or like assists like the storyboarding or something that's cool Because, you know, it's always been like kind of like the corny digest. Now they're just really going in with getting a good story and a good continuity. And if you like dramatic teens arguing, it's a good comic to read. That's awesome. you know we do. Isn't there a new CW show coming out called Riverdale that's going to be like Archie live action? I'm probably totally going to watch that. Yeah. I have to give that a shot. (laughs) Oh, for sure. One it, of the Sprouse twins is on it. That's all I know about really? it. Really? I like I live for like dark universe anything and dark universe Archie like speaks to me on like that a deep level. Great. Uh, Kelsey? Um so I'm going to recommend the new Kid Cudi album. Uh, it's called Passion Pain and Demon Slaying and it's fucking good. Holy shit. It's like it's it's just so it's just so good, you guys. Um but also it's like 
it's all about like his like struggle with depression and like it's really just like this beautiful wonderful album and he's promised he's us two albums artists that i really like like it's not really my area but kid cuddy fucking rules i love like, he's kid great Cudi. well he like he he's so like open about like any of his like mental illness like struggles yeah. and he's just like he's a beautiful man he's also like shirtless on the cover which i'm fucking on board for because goddamn emotional um, transparency so makes good. for good art you know and that's what he it's does it's true yeah. he really does he's like he's awesome but it's a really fucking good album so that is what i'm gonna recommend because i have downloaded it to my spotify um and i'm living for it and he also has like some good like um like people featured like he has like pharrell on there and like a few other people cool um, I'm going to be obnoxious and, and recommend something theater related. I love you. <laughs> just because I just saw um, a new show called Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. And it's a new musical that's based on like a sliver of war and peace. And it's really good. And it's also kind of steampunky. Um, and obviously not everybody lives in New York and can see it, but I highly recommend the soundtrack. If you just Google it on Spotify or something, Josh Groban is in it. And that was exciting. (laughs) It was really good. And I really liked it. And that's literally the only like new thing I've consumed lately. So I'm recommending it. God damn it. I love it. Oh, and you can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Kel sucks with a Z at the end. Oh, and I'm Twitter and Instagram at Holland Tacular. But I think I think that's it for us, guys. <laughs> Thank good. you I, again so much no. for joining us, Sean. Thank you so much for having me. We'll have to have <laughs> you ladies on our show soon. Totally. Yes, please. And we'll definitely have to have you back because we need our resident straight guy opinion on some of the questions we don't have answers to. <laughs> like Anytime, why Peter why exists. I'm... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sean, why does it. Peter exist? <laughs> because, because without him, you wouldn't be able to appreciate people like Jimmy. <laughs> There we go. That is fair. (laughs) Here with all of the wisdom. That's Uh, why I'm here, guys. (laughs) But all right. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.